You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Welcome, welcome in to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from beautiful Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening today. I'm always incredibly humbled and honored uh, that, that people are willing to listen to anything I've got to say, and it's been incredibly exciting over the last you know several weeks as we've seen the podcast grow. Um, you know, just really, really exciting. So, thanks for listening today. I want to answer a question that's really, really important to me, uh, and I think it's important to the to the Christian faith as a whole. So, what is justification? Uh, and really, if you don't understand justification, in essence, you you don't understand the gospel. It, it really is at the heart of the gospel. And so really want to just kind of uh, unpack the idea of justification. Justification is the idea that God has wiped the record clean, that he has justified us. Um, sometimes I hear people talk about the forgiveness that God gives like it's a pardon, right? Like we'd say you're guilty, but you don't have to pay the penalty of your sin. Like Jesus paid the penalty for you. But that's actually not orthodox. That's not theologically correct. The appropriate you know, answer or the appropriate way to describe it is not that you are guilty and that you don't have to pay the penalty of your sin. That's incorrect. The more appropriate way would be you were guilty, but God went back in time and he undid what you did. Therefore, you were never guilty in the first place. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like justification is not that you were sinful and God cleaned you. Justification, biblical justification is that you chose to make yourself guilty but God took action and undid the record of wrong. And therefore, it's as if you've never even sinned. There's a fun little mnemonic device I've heard people use. People say, I'm justified. It's just as if I had never even committed that sin. So when God forgives you and when God wipes the record clean, it's as if you were never even guilty in the first place. And justification is not progressive. Like it's not that you're, you know, you're somewhat justified today. And then the more you go along in your faith, the more justified you get. No, justification is a complete and absolute act that takes place. The moment you put your faith in Christ, all of the record gets wiped clean. Uh, There's a famous author and pastor from the 1800s, A.W. Pink. He says this, The justification of the Christian is complete the moment he truly believes in Christ. And hence, there are no degrees in justification. The Apostle Paul was as truly a justified man at the hour of his conversion as he was at the close of his life. The feeblest babe in Christ is just as completely justified as the most mature saint. Just help me, just to make sure you grasp that. He's saying the Apostle Paul was fully justified the moment he put his faith in Christ and he was fully justified several decades later after many years of ministry and writing the Bible. Like he didn't become more justified because he wrote the Bible. Like he didn't become more justified because he did a lot of great things for God. He was fully justified before he ever did anything for God. And A.W. Pink says the newest Christian who's a baby Christian who doesn't know anything about the Bible is just as justified. He is as equally justified as even the most mature saint in the world. And that's really important to remember. Like justification is a complete and absolute act that God completes on our behalf. And God does this as an act of grace. And he sustains this grace 
in our lives and we can't undo it. Like we can't do anything to make ourselves be justified. God does it for us and we can't do anything to make ourselves less justified or unjustified because again, it relies on God's grace. And typically this is where Christians that go awry, this is where they get it wrong. Martin Luther once said that this is what all heretics have in common, that they do not rightly understand the article of justification. Like everyone who gets theology wrong, typically they are wrong about justification. Like if you're right on justification, typically you're going to be right overall on your faith. But if you're wrong on justification, you're typically going to be very wrong on your religious beliefs as a whole. Let, let me read to you a few passages of scripture that kind of just outline justification. The book of Romans chapter four, it will be counted to us who believe in him who raised from the dead, Jesus, our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification, right? Jesus was raised from the dead so that we could be justified. That's what Romans four is telling us. And then Romans five, one says this, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Like we, we have peace with God because we've been justified, which means if we're not justified, we don't have peace with God. Like there are passages of scripture to tell us that we were enemies of God. We were hostile toward God. We were on God's bad side, so to speak. But justification puts us back on God's good side. And it is our justification that puts us at peace with God. And justification does not come by works. It's not something you do, but it comes through faith. It doesn't come by something you do, but by belief. The Apostle Paul says to the, to the church in Galatia, in Galatians chapter 2, he says that we know that people are not justified by works, but through faith in Jesus Christ. He makes it very, very clear. God completely wipes the record clean. He sees us as pure and spotless. We are in right standing with him, that we are no longer on his bad side, but we are on his good side. And it's not because of our morality or our religious stamina, but it's only because we trust in him. When you believe in Jesus and trust in Christ and only in Christ and not in anything you can do, that is the moment that you are fully justified. And when you understand justification, it leads to revival. Like the reformation of the 1500s and 1600s exploded on the world and dramatically changed the entire landscape of the world. And it is because people began to rightly understand justification. And it was true for the reformers of the 1500s. And it's true for us today that when we understand justification, when we understand that God desperately loves us and has affection for us and that he intervenes on our behalf to wipe the record clean, to forgive us in such a way that it appears that we'd never even sinned at all and that it's absolute and final because of what Christ did for us. When we fully understand that, when we begin to truly believe that and embrace that, man, our hearts begin to fall in love with God and we are motivated to live for him. Justification is the cardinal doctrine. It's the heart of the gospel message. It's the essence of what Christ accomplished on our behalf. Of course, there are many things he, he accomplished for us at the cross, but justification is at the very heart of, of what we believe he accomplished for us. And if you understand justification, man, it'll rock your world and it'll change your spiritual life forever, I promise. If you want to do some more study on the topic of justification, I want to recommend to you a book that I actually wrote a few years ago. I wrote a book called Redefined, and I really talk about how sin has defined us as enemies of God, but the gospel and the love of God 
uh, is, is available to us. And through Christ, we can be redefined as being on God's good side, as being clean, righteous, you know, uh, no longer sinners, but being saints. And, and when you understand that, it has profound impact on your life. So I want to encourage you, uh, grab a copy of Redefine. You can get it wherever books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, but I want to make a special offer. If you buy it from Theology for the rest of us, I'm selling it for five bucks, okay? That's below my cost. So um, you can go to theologyfortherestofus.com slash bookoffer16. Gets theologyfortherestofus.com slash bookoffer16. And that page will have all the information you need to be able to get a copy of Redefine for only $5. Again, that's below my cost. But I just am really confident that it will encourage you and be a great resource for you if you want to study the topic of justification. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope it was encouraging and insightful for you. I've been asked by lots of people, what can we do to help the podcast? It's really simple. You can subscribe and leave a review. So whatever app you're using, iTunes, Stitcher, or any other podcast catching app, make sure you subscribe and that, and then leave a review, particularly if you're using iTunes. Go over, leave a five-star review. Those help the show out a ton. Uh, also, quick reminder, if anyone has a question or a topic that you'd like to have addressed on the podcast, you can shoot me an email, heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. If you'd like to connect with me, the best way to do that is on Twitter. You can find me at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. Feel free to connect with me there. Um, my main purpose of the account is both to be a resource to everyone who's following me, as well as being an easy platform to connect with anyone who, who'd like to connect with me. Our intro and outro theme music for this episode has been I'm Shipping Up to Boston by the Dropkick Murphys. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm a sailor!